0: Hi, my name is Craig and I'm an information junkie. I'm hooked and it's been wrecking my mind while I've been telling myself that it's good for me. Imagine being a junkie, an information junkie, swimming in an ocean of information. Finding information now, we have to admit, is easy. There is no achievement in finding something interesting or entertaining. Filtering information has now been key, has now become key. I've summarized five symptoms that I observed in myself, and then at the end I've given I'm gonna give you or share with you three solutions that I've devised for myself. This topic concept has been on my mind a lot over the past few weeks since starting the Building a Second Brain cohort course with Tiago Forte first symptom that I have to admit is constantly multitasking. I always have a video or podcast running if it's humanly possible for me to focus enough on what I'm doing and listen at the same time. If I can, I do, I will. And this is in opposition to present moment awareness, to presence. What I believe to be the most important thing we can cultivate. Number two, second symptom, I have difficulty focusing on one task or project for a set time frame, for whatever given time frame, without allowing or seeking extra streams of information, like unmanaged notifications and not doing something about them, compulsively checking my phone before I've even realized that I've looked at it, picked it up and activated it. Also resisting the urge, no, resisting the discipline to put my phone out of sight on silence when I need to focus on something. Now that I've acknowledged that it is a distraction. And also random Google searches, like some idea, some insight, something that needs to be understood or looked up right now, Googled. Mid-task. I mean, how distracting and interrupting is that? The third symptom, difficulty in committing fully to one of my missions or projects. Instead, I'm searching for that next piece of information that will change everything. Or I'm repeatedly thinking I need to be doing something other than what I'm doing because I keep listening to so many amazing different stories about what I could be doing. Fourth symptom, a form of paralysis by analysis, just simply so much consumption that there's not enough production, too much consumption, not enough production. And the fifth symptom, my general craving for sensation, which is a Buddhist, the Buddhists comprehend and believe that this is a major source of suffering, is craving sensation. And My general craving for sensation has increased because I have perpetually hyper-stimulated myself with so much information, so much over-sensation. Now, from these five symptoms, I've just had to acknowledge that there is something happening. That there is a dysfunction, a bad habit and uh, yeah, behaviors that I need to change. I've got a few strategies to tackle this. Also, like I said, mostly inspired by Tiago Forte's work and just one bonus strategy that I've discovered is so effective recently uh, by myself and they're as follows. Firstly, does what I'm consuming actually support one of my current projects? So is this information in any way actionable or relevant? And in this way, I feel like I'm connecting my consumption to my actual present moment reality. And it feels like a step closer to living with the information instead of escaping my reality to or through the information. Second strategy Does this help me solve one of the 12 problems I care about? Tiago teaches that most of us are doing this anyway. And there's a famous quote by Richard Feynman that you have to keep a dozen of your favorite problems constantly present in your mind. Although by and large they will lay in a dormant state. And he goes on to say that um, every time you hear a new trick or a new result, test it against each of your 12 problems to see whether it helps. And every once in a while, there will be a hit. And people will say, how did he do it? He must be a genius. And Tiago uses this framework as a way for us to understand what information is most relevant to us, most um, you know, important, resonant and is perhaps worth keeping. in life, what are the 12 most important questions that you are continuously trying to answer? It could be: how can I be the best mother that I can? How do I run a global multinational company that has a positive impact in sustainability? These are the kinds of questions all much simpler. How do I write? a book? How do I journal properly? These are all questions we are all trying to navigate. Well, at least our own versions of it. So that was two. Filtering this information by my 12 favorite problems. Third filter, does it resonate with me intuitively? We discussed this at length in the second brain course and I'm really now learning to trust my gut, my intuition, my subconscious mind and the wisdom of my body. There really is so much that lies behind our conscious mind, our conceptual mind. And the way, one of the ways we can tap into that is through our body. And uh, some might just say that's our subconscious mind. And even if it is just that, we know that there is so much more. Some scientists have said 90%. I don't know if you can accurately quantify something like this, but the, of our mind that is below our conscious mind that's happening, but of orders of magnitude more. So how to connect with that by feeling with our body and let your subconscious mind tell you, is this relevant? And obviously this is a skill we haven't cultivated, so I'm going to need to practice this a bit, um, but already I'm feeling some some progress. And Just some confidence and then fourth very simple hack When I'm sitting down to work, my phone cannot be on the same I can't be it can't be in sight and preferably not within reach I've noticed that just by having it in sight. I have it triggers me to look at it when I put it out of sight all of a sudden I'm triggered 10 times less To even think about it, because it's not there, triggering my thoughts. And then if it's out of reach, even more so. It can be on loud if it needs to be, because if someone needs to get hold of you, obviously make sure that you're not receiving unnecessary notifications. It's the same thing with like, if I'm running WhatsApp on my computer, and I want to focus for 30 minutes uninterrupted, then I need to close my emails, I need to close WhatsApp, I need to silence my phone, put it out of sight, out of reach, And my ability to just focus for 30 minutes, 60 minutes, 90 minutes is profoundly increased. It's actually amazing. So we clearly self-sabotage ourselves without even knowing it. So that's the fourth strategy. Let me know how this resonates with you. Let me know if any of those symptoms or if you notice any of your own symptoms that you would share with me. I'd love to understand this more. And also if you have any other strategies. And um, share this with anyone you think might find it useful. I'll talk to you tomorrow.